Hey, this is Gomez from the Sleepy G Show. You're listening to Brian Colburn on my weekly mixtape. So at the end of this episode, please vote for me to win this episode. Gomez, Gomez. What, what? This isn't Playlist Wars. We're working collaboratively on this episode, so there is no voting. Oh, sh- Welcome to My Weekly Mixtape, a podcast that takes the classic mixtape approach to building a modern playlist. I'm your host, Brian Colburn. Joining me for tonight's collaboration is Alex Gomez. And if that sounds strangely familiar to you, he's also known as Just Gomez from Playlist Wars and now The Sleepy G Show. Gomez, welcome to My Weekly Mixtape. What's up, Brian? How you doing, man? Long time no see as we did first episode one on The Sleepy G Show. Yeah, it's been a long time. Even though we talk every single day, it's been a long time since we've been in, in a podcast discussion yes. for our shows. It's always good to see you, and it's uh, really awesome to be on your show, finally. Well, I'm excited to have you. It's bright and early on a Sunday morning. The birds are outside chirping. Most people that listen to this show are still asleep right now. And I'm going to start off this episode the way I start off each episode, meaning There is no get-out-of-jail-free card for you, Gomez. What does the word mixtape mean to you? Man, reminds me of sitting home and remembering listening to the radio, hitting record at that time when the song comes out. And it's your favorite song that you want to keep hearing over and over again. I remember I had the big speaker system you know, with the stereo, with the five disc CD changer and, you know, just listening to the music of back in the day, you know, even trying to get the TV volume up so you can record, bring the speaker near the TV so you can record that one (laughs) song live. That's my memories, you know, and from DJs at that time too, you know what I mean? When, you know, when underground mixtapes were being made and all that great stuff too, and just, and then making my own, you know, when I hear something on Z100 or at that time, K-Rock, and uh, before it became KTU, you know, all that good stuff. So, you know, it brings back a lot of cool memories. Well, tonight's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm taking a page out of the old Playlist Wars notebook here because I, for one, happen to know through 80-something episodes of Playlist Wars that you happen to be a fan of movies or something along those lines. So what better way to kick off a series of movie-themed My Weekly Mixtape episodes than to dive into what I think might be your personal favorite movies category, and that is the songs that are featured on 80s movie soundtracks. And this decade, like the 90s, was part of what I feel was the peak of soundtracks, because once you work your way into 2000s, soundtracks became less of an event and more of just a compilation of songs. But in the eighties and nineties, the movie companies and labels worked really hard to make the soundtrack as big as an event as the movie itself. So I've got a ridiculous bank of songs ready to go for tonight. And specifically I gave myself one rule There are no rules on this show, but I like to kind of confine myself when I'm pulling (laughs) together my list. So my rules for tonight are the song, for the most part, I'll put that little asterisk right there. Okay. For the most part, the songs need to have been created specifically for the soundtrack or 
came out on the soundtrack prior to the band using the song on their official album. Now, Gomez, I know you're a big 80s movie buff, so I'm sure you spent an inordinate amount of time coming up with your list. What were you looking for in the songs that you brought to the table? So the songs I was looking for is the ones that remind me in the movie, of course. You know what I mean? Where they used it and how they used it. But let me tell you something. It was very difficult to choose. I could have had 900 songs written down from almost every 80s movie probably put out. Almost. There's some movies I didn't like. There were so many great songs in every movie I loved. You know what I mean? So a lot of this of the 80s passion for me was my childhood. It, it, it was just very difficult. But I went with, I resided with movies that I do love. You're trying to nail down a certain amount of songs. And like I said, I could have done 100 songs easily. But I kind of contained to like 25 somehow. And now we're going to whittle it down together to 10 each. Yes. So let's get down to business. Tonight, as I mentioned earlier, Gomez and I will be creating the ultimate 1980s movie soundtrack songs mixtape, and we'll use the old cassette deck approach, meaning our mixtape will be broken up into two sides, side A and side B. Gomez, as the special guest, will begin side A with his first song choice, and then I'll add a song that I feel best follows up his choice. We'll then flip-flop choosing songs until we've mapped out 10 songs for side A. We'll then give our mixtape a proverbial flip, and we'll map out side B, only this time I'll kick things off with Gomez choosing second. Our overall goal for tonight's episode is to craft the best 80s movie soundtrack mixtape possible through only 20 songs. At the end of the show, you could take our conversation to the next level by visiting the 80s soundtrack songs page at myweeklymixtape.com to give our final mixtape a listen via the embedded playlist. And finally, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please consider becoming a Patreon mixtaper at patreon.com forward slash myweeklymixtape. And speaking of those Patreon mixtapers, a few have chimed in with some of the songs they would kick off their 80s soundtrack mixtape with, starting with Cactus Pete, who chimed in with his all-time favorite, The Power of Love, from Back to the Future by Huey Lewis in the News, with a close second to Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car, from License to Drive. drive. Yeah, by the one and only Billy Ocean. I couldn't resist. I was up early this morning and it was on, so it was kind of funny (laughs) you mentioned that. And he says, we almost have to say, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, from The Breakfast Club, because that might be the ultimate one. Also... Patreon mixtaper Ben from the Too Vague podcast chimed in with Wang Chung's Wait from the To Live and Die in L.A. soundtrack. Elsewhere on the socials, those who follow me at My Weekly Mixtape on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok also chimed in, and here's what they had to say. Philip Bergman chimed in with Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone from Top Gun. Jim Santora chimed in with Kenny Loggins' I'm All Right from Caddyshack. Jason Whistle from the It's Not That Bad and There Can Only Be One podcasts, as well as our friends at the Nostalgia Test podcast, both chimed in with Robert Tepper, No Easy Way Out from Rocky Four. Kuya Ozzy chimed in with Stan Bush's The Touch from Transformers the Movie. The Music Rewind podcast chimed in with Elda Barge's Who's Johnny from Short Circuit. The 80s movie soundtrack podcast chimed in with Flesh for Lulu's I Go Crazy from Some Kind of Wonderful. The So Wizard podcast chimed in with Kenny Loggins, again, Meet Me Halfway from Over the Top. 
Rob Jones chimed in with John Parr's St. Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion from St. Elmo's Fire. Gnarly Thotep chimed in with Eve, The Walls Come Down for Rock and Roll from Armed and Dangerous. There's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. Tony R., R.L. Lewis, and Jeff Scoble all chimed in with Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me from The Breakfast Club. The Music List podcast chimed in with anything from The Big Chill. Hutch chimed in with Dawkins' Dream Warriors from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Matt Kennedy from the X Radio X podcast chimed in with Plastic Bertrand's Caplan Pour Moi from National Lampoon's Vacation. With me adding my sincere apologies if I butchered the pronunciation on that last one. Tazi44 chimed in with the Blues Brothers Soul Man from Blues Brothers. Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and Ryan Pack from the Soundtrack Your Life podcast both chimed in with Prince's Let's Go Crazy from Purple Rain. L.I. Sports Fan chimed in with the Jesus and Mary Chains The Hardest Walk from Some Kind of Wonderful. Amy Borchin chimed in with Cindy Lauper's The Goonies Are Good Enough from The Goonies. The Dr. Matt FM chimed in with Huey Lewis in the News' Back in Time. And both Chris Darling and Sean Faust both chimed in with Huey Lewis in the News, The Power of Love, with both of those songs coming from Back to the Future. Now, Gomez, you said you had 100 songs. I think I just rattled off 100 there. And you'd actually name someone that's on my list already. All right. Well, with that amazing list of 80 soundtrack songs out in the atmosphere, let's officially press the record button on this mixtape. And I'll start by throwing it over to you, Gomez. What Kenny Loggins song are you starting tonight's 80s movie soundtrack mixtape with? I am actually not. <laughs> and why? <laughs> I am not starting with Kenny Loggins this first. What? Yes. He's in the mix. Don't get me wrong. He's in the mix somewhere. Remember, once an artist or movie is pulled, that's I it. Know. They're off the table. But the one I would start off with, one of my favorite songs from the 1986 Transformers movie, the cartoon, and it was already mentioned. I'm going with Stan Bush, The Touch. I love that scene of the movie. Once Optimus Prime sees Megatron, he goes, one shall stand and one shall fall. And he transforms and you hear the song. And, you know, and then at, towards the end of the movie, if anybody's not seen it, sorry, but I'm going to spoil it. Oh, you're doing spoilers on the show? Yeah. These poor people. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's from 1986. They must have seen this movie by now. But um, even when uh, Hot Rod turns into Optimus Prime, uh, Rodimus Prime, you know, and you hear that song and he's telling Galvatron that this is the end of the road, which was like that one liner in the movie. So that's how I'm starting this little mixtape up with us is definitely Stan Bush, The Touch, 1986 Transformers, man. Absolutely love it. Easily on my list. Kuya Ozzy chimed in with that one. I have sound waves all over yes. the studio where I record here. Of course, that is in my list. But Gomez, you're giving me the Kenny Loggins lob. You have lobbed me Kenny Loggins on an 80s movie. Like, this is like, I don't even have to swing at this one. I'm obviously taking the bait and pulling a Kenny Loggins song. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Okay. I have five Kenny Loggins songs on my list. <laughs> I think I got two. I have Danger Zone from 86's Top Gun. Nope. Footloose from 84's Footloose. Nope. I'm All Right from 1980's Caddyshack. Nobody's Fool from 1988's Caddyshack 2, and Meet Me Halfway from 1987's Over the Top. Now, Meet Me Halfway, I'm going to pull right out of the mix. As much as I love the song, 
we're only track two into a mixtape and it's too soon to hit the ballad. Yeah. It's way too, way too soon. soon. It would be it would be a vibe killer. Yep. It would ruin the mixtape. But I love the song. I'm all right's a little too breezy and happy coming out of Stan Bush's The Touch. So I'm going to take that out of play. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, I'm down to Danger Zone, Footloose, and Nobody's Fool. Believe it or not, my favorite song in the mix is Nobody's Fool. But I'm not going to put that in here because... That is not really a massively popular song. You and I talked about this song on the It's Not That Bad yep. podcast with Jason Whistle when we did the Caddyshack 2 episode. Yep. I love the movie. I love the song. But man, th- this is like whittling down just Kenny Loggins here. Like th- I, You could do a Kenny Loggins 80s soundtrack mixtape alone. Alone, yeah, because he's got way too many. <sighs> now... Coming out of the touch, I've got Danger Zone and Footloose. And the only song that seems to like, they both work, but I think I got to give the edge to Danger Zone, The Need for Speed, 1986's Top Gun. Coming out of the touch, I feel like we're setting the energy level at a 10. And I feel like Footloose is a little too dancey to come out of the touch. We want to keep the pedal to the metal. And we want to go with Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. But I'm glad that I got a chance to at least chime in on all of the Loggins that you gave me in the, what I am now calling the Loggins Lob. Yeah, I know, right? The Loggins Lob. <laughs> Don't worry, there might be another Kenny Loggins somewhere in this in these 10 songs. He's off the table Oh, that's now. true. He is done. And now Top Gun is off the table. So your pick of Berlin's Take My Breath Away has floated Actually, away. that didn't make my list, but Kenny Loggins' Danger <laughs> Didn't make mine either. <laughs> but Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone did make mine. Which I we're, we're off, and then uh, meet me halfway. But you're right; it's too early for a ballad. We're we're going from the touch to danger zone. Yeah, that just went well for that one. Yeah, honestly, I think the earliest that you could drop a power ballad on a mixtape is track three or four. You need to get the energy level up, and if you're putting a power ballad that early in a mixtape, mm-hmm. it's got to be one that's so perfect for that tape. Yeah, that it needs to be there, unless of course. You're doing an all power ballads mixtape, which is the only time you could start track one or two with a power Exactly. Ballad. Exactly. I agree with you 100% on that one. All right. Well, now I am tossing it back to you. We've got a, a pretty top-notch mixtape started here. What are you going to follow up the touch in Danger Zone? With? So I'm going to go take it back to one of my other favorite movies. And no, it is not another Kenny Longan song, but he this <laughs> particular artist was in the same movie with the Kenny Loggins, and no, it's not Top Gun. I'm going to go back to Over the Top. Okay, Sammy Hagar's Winner Takes It All. Yes. Okay, because we're getting that vibe. The first three songs, we're going mano y mano. How's that? I'll, I'll do Spanish here. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. I remember hearing it for the first time in this movie, uh, Winner Takes It All. It, it was just one of those songs that I don't know what it was about it. It just, hearing the song during the arm wrestling matches, it just fit that movie perfectly. At that time, you just seen, of course, one of my favorite actors, Sylvester Stallone at that time. You know what I mean? He did his Rockies. He did this. He's done a bunch of great 80s movies, too. And just seeing him in this was just ridiculously awesome. And I thought he did the character. Uh, oh, my God. What the hell is his name? Lincoln, Lincoln Hawk. Hawk. I couldn't think of his name. Holy shit. <laughs> Lincoln Hawk. It's early on a yeah. Sunday. I'll let it, I'll let it Thank slide. You. I, but... just, I remember Bull Hurley because he had the cutoff shirt like I do. So maybe that's probably why. <laughs> I love the whole movie. 
but that song stood out to me always in the movie. The only thing about that movie that I feel like didn't stand the test of time, and I, I know it works in in the eighties, right. but the whole turning, like the switch that happens when he turns the hat around. I mean, you've got yours already in arm wrestling mode. I always do right that. <laughs> I always have it in the front. Before I do a show, I switch it over. You turn the switch, turn the switch. and then you're ready to arm wrestle. Right. You know, as he does it, I do the switch. That's actually my favorite Sammy Hagar song over I Can't Drive 55. I love this song easily on my list. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you did that because I was definitely going to pick that tonight. But now following that up, we are at. Again, high energy, high energy, high energy. Yep. The touch, danger zone, winner takes it all. I think I'm going to stay with a movie that I know I am taking from you, and I apologize in advance. We're lucky we're on the Zoom here, man, because it would this would have been mono iman. I'm like, <laughs> well, this is this is different for us. Usually, we're working against each other, and we can have crossovers on yeah. playlist wars. Here, we're working together, which we did a couple of times when we did tag team oh, yeah, episodes exactly. on playlist wars. So this is kind of the process that you and I went through mm -hmm. for that, like. The episode we did on weekend anthems okay. with Jay and Kay from the F My Work Life podcast. Yep. This is how you and I kind of put the mix together. Yeah, exactly. So we're doing it now in real time. And the movie I'm going to steal from you, and as soon as I say the movie, you're going to know exactly what song I'm talking about. But I actually had a couple of songs from this soundtrack on my list. And I'm going to go with 1987's The Lost Boys. Yep. And I think you know exactly what song... Energy-wise, I'm going here with Lou Graham from Foreigner, Lost in the yes. Shadows, keeping that energy level up. I had Gerard McMahon, Cry Little Sister, on my list. And I just, again, that's dragging the energy down right now. And I want to keep it exciting and fun and, and keep it just amped up to 10. So coming out of the touch, Danger Zone, and Winner Takes It All, Lost in the Shadows just fits so perfectly. It does. It does. That's actually a great pick. Was it on my list? Yes. But I actually went with Cry Little Sister because I went with the popular one. But that's a really good pick, though. I like that. All right. Throwing it back to you. So the next song, you know, we're in this cool power vibe. But you know what? I gotta bring it back to the future. 1985. I'm going to put Huey Lewis in the news. The power of love. All right. You know what I mean? It's just that song when you hear him when he's skateboarding and the song's on. You know what I mean? It just makes sense. And then when he tries to jam that song in his the auditorium and you see, he's like, you're just too damn long. No, no, you're done. You know, and it's <laughs> Huey Lewis right there. You know what I mean? Telling him you can't do it. No. Having him actually play a couple songs in the movie Back to the Future. You know, Back in Time is another one towards the end of the movie. But this was hard in the movie in the beginning, which I thought was a great fit so far what we're doing here on this uh, side A. It's absolutely a fantastic pick. Obviously, in my list, so was Back in Time. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of when. There are certain songs I feel like will make this mixtape tonight, no matter how we spin it, and that is definitely one of them. Come on. When you talk about iconic soundtrack songs, I think the first two that might come to people's mind, and again, I'm generalizing mm -hmm. here, but for the most part, we had a lot of chime-ins for two specific songs oh, yeah. and that was the power love. of love by huey lewis in the news from back to the future and don't you forget about me by simple mm -hmm. minds from the breakfast club which we haven't gotten to yet and we're not going to get there yet because i'm not picking that song yet same here so we're on the same page we're on the same way like here 
Yeah, well, th- this next one I think is going to work really well because I feel by track six, we need a montage. Mm. And I'm going to go with Side A's perfect montage song, Robert Tepper, No Easy Way Out from Rocky Four. Now, mind you, there are other Rocky movies. So yes. there is a gray area here. If you have other Rocky songs you like, you just have to make sure it was on that soundtrack. So I'm just putting that out in the universe. But to me, no easy way out. I go back to the days at St. Mary's High School when we were practicing and yep. working out. And this song was always on Coach Parcell's workout mixtape. I love this track. I love the montage in the movie. Rocky Four is the Rocky that was pretty much made for our generation. Yes. The Rocky one, two, and three were my parents' movies, but I felt like Rocky Four was the one where it was aimed at us, yes. the kids that were getting older. And that movie to me was the Rocky movie. It it still is the Rocky movie. It's the one that everybody kind of holds up. Some of the parts, you know, obviously dated with the 80s, you know, vibe and stuff. And I do I have to say, not that we're a movie podcast here, but Rocky Balboa is right up there with it. I think that movie was absolutely fantastic, but it wasn't done in the 80s. No, it was done much later in the years, you know, after Rocky V. Yeah, we won't talk about that. No, uh, Let's not talk about Bruno or Rocky V. Um, But, uh, (laughs) you know, it was kind of funny that you want them to do a montage. I actually have one of my favorites from Rocky IV soundtrack. Now, you're right. Taking it back to St. Mary's, my year two. Uh, during weightlifting and day before games, we had the uh, the Rocky Greatest Hits soundtrack. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the one I always, that put me in a zone before a game was War uh, slash Fanfare. Nice. That training montage. You know what I mean? Hearing that. And that was by uh, Vic Ticola on Rocky Four. Yes. Yeah. Vince Ticola also did some great stuff for the Transformers, the movie Yes, he did. So, I mean... Yeah. Either way, no matter what song you pick, and Robert Tepper was on my list too, actually. No matter what you pick from there, it was one of those great movies, great soundtrack, great everything about that movie. You know, it was, it was at the time in the 80s where U.S. and Russia were battling. So they made the right movie at the right time for our generation. Definitely. Great pick, dude. Oh my God, I feel like we're back in Playlist Wars. Yeah. Well, I'm now throwing it back to you. And we've got a fantastic side A being built right here. So what do you have for track seven? So now that we're talking little montage, okay, I'm actually going to kick it back to the 1987 movie, Less Than Zero, with the Bengals' Hazy Shade of Winter. Yes. It just, it's you. just flowing in nicely with this mix that we're doing here. Yes. Great movie, let me tell you. Robert Downey Jr. in a very, really weird role. I'm not even going to give that up because if no one's seen this movie, I highly recommend it watching it. Um, these guys did a great job. And then this song they were playing in the, in the movie, you know, where he's driving the, his dude, I'm going to say it was a 65 Corvette convertible with a uh, Jamie Gertz. And, you know, they're trying to make out and trying to find, you know, Robert Downey Jr. It was like one of the best scenes, but such a great song. Great movie too. Absolutely love the Less Than Zero soundtrack. Another example of a soundtrack that I love and adore to a movie I've never seen. Uh, I have several songs from this soundtrack on my list. I had the Bangles' Hazy Shade of Winter. Mm -hmm. I was actually holding that one 
to possibly close out this side. But you put it early. That's totally fine. I had Aerosmith's Rockin' Pneumonia and the Boogie Woogie Flute cover. I had Poison's cover of Kiss's Rock and Roll All Night. And I knew it wouldn't make the list because there was not much that could go into it. But Slayer's cover of Inagata DeVita by Iron Butterfly was also on there. Just an all-around fantastic soundtrack with a ton of cover songs. And you know my love for cover songs. But coming out of the bangles... It's hard. That one rocks. Yeah. And I want to keep that energy going. And I was scrolling back and forth through the songs. All right. I think I'm going to go back to 1983. Okay. This one doesn't rock like Hazy Shade of Winter. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's one of the premier 1980s soundtrack songs. And it's because it's built around, when I say the name of the song you're immediately going to say the name of the movie. But this was actually a fictitious band. And the song is On the Dark Side. Oh, yes. Yes. So immediately you're thinking, oh, that's by Eddie and the Cruisers. No, No, it's by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, who were also on my Rocky Four list for today for Hearts on Fire. Yes. But I am representing them because I put Robert Teppard's No Easy Way Out. I have to represent Eddie and the Cruiser, Eddie and the Cruiser soundtrack because that soundtrack is amazing. Even the second one was amazing too. Like I like both. Oh, running through the fire, love oh, that's love such it. a great song, and that was on my list too. Uh, you know, you just can't have not put on this list Eddie and the Cruisers, man. You really can't. I actually had thought about also closing side A with Season in Hell, Fired Sweet. But that's a little bit of a downer song. Yeah. Fantastic tune. And then I also thought if we did ballads, Tender Years could fit really well in here. But where we're going on side A, On the Dark Side's the only yes, song that works. Yes, That I agree with you, man. That's just a kick-ass song. It just fit the movie well, too, On the Dark Side. It just had that rebel Eddie look. You know what I mean? If you've ever seen the movie, mm-hmm. you'll know what I'm talking about. Love both movies. And I'll say it. I love both movies i love part two so did i in all of its cheese there is more cheese on that movie layered on it you sometimes have to like take a lactate pill before watching yes it because there's so much cheese in the Come movie on. but i love it regardless. you know in the beginning of the movie he's walking he's in canada the guy commits a suicide in new jersey off the raritan bridge which was two feet high only from the river compared to what it is now and then he's you find him in part two in canada and Where's Eddie now? Is Eddie dead? And he's got his little porn stash. That's all it took for the whole world to not recognize him. It was a mustache. The greatest disguise ever. I'm sorry if if Gomez, if you shaved your goatee, which I know you'll never do, but you just left a mustache, I I still think I'd recognize you. I'm just putting it out there in the universe. I think you would, but if I shaved it all off, you might not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I don't know if if you were a world-famous singer with hit songs like Eddie and the Cruisers had in the movie, maybe somebody might have pointed out, dude, you bear a striking resemblance. Especially in Canada. You know, I guess his popularity didn't reach the Canadian tubes. <laughs> maybe not. We'll have to ask We'll have to ask Jason Whistle about the Eddie and the Cruisers lure up in Canada. Yeah, we definitely have to go and ask him about that one. All right, you've got one song left for side A. What are you going All with? All right, so I got a lot to choose from for side A, especially like how we're going here. Um... You know what? I'm going to go back to 1984. Beverly Hills Cop 1, Eddie Murphy. I'm going to go with Glenn Fry. The heat is on. It's literally right in the beginning of the movie. 
is when he's in a truck full of cigarettes and he's from Buffalo. Let's just say that line right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, it was just a perfect fit for the movie because they're, you know, they're chasing the truck full of cigarettes and destroying half of Detroit, which the guy who knows what kind of jail time he was doing for that smashed up every single car he's he hit fruits flying everywhere when he hit the fruit truck it was just a lot of fun it, it's a great song great movie glenn fry the heat is on beverly hills 1984 you can't go wrong you certainly can't go wrong i love that pick i love that movie that was prime eddie murphy and I know they're doing a new one, but recently the track record on sequels that are long after the original, the newer Dumb and Dumber or whatever the hell it was called, Coming to America 2, they just didn't hit the right way. It just felt forced. So, no, but I'm thinking this one might because, first of all, he wrote it, I think. Eddie Murphy wrote this one. Better Than Hills Cop 3 was boom. Good soundtrack. Good soundtrack, yes. But one and two were better than three. Oh, yeah. So I think oh, yeah. this fourth one with Judge Reinhold coming back as uh, Billy Rosewood, the guy who plays John Taggart is coming back. There's a couple other people. There's more into this one. I think the way that it's being directed and being made, I think this might be one of those movies that will kind of forget the third one like Rocky Balboa did for Rocky Five. Okay. Okay. Well, now I have the tough task of trying to close out this amazing side. Yeah, you, you do. Sorry. And I think I'm going to break my rule that I talked about earlier. I said I had one song in here that has an asterisk on okay. it. Okay. And the reason this, this song has an asterisk on it is because the movie never had an official soundtrack that was released on any format. The song was released in February of 1986, and the movie was released in August of that year. I'm pulling the exception to my soundtrack list rule because a no soundtrack exists and b because i can i love that this is a song that when i say the band's name you're immediately going to raise an eyebrow and that band is honeymoon suite you're right i am raising an eyebrow okay and the song's name is what does it take and again the look on your face is perplexed but i'm trying to think of the movie 1986 one crazy summer oh my god how did I forget that? End of the movie. Uncle Frank wins yes. the radio contest. Yes. And he pulls the phone plug out of the wall and proceeds to take a bazooka and blow up the radio station. And as the Stork brothers are running to the exploding radio station with their marshmallows, if I could grow wings, I could do anything. That is Honeymoon Suite. That what does it take? That was such a great song. And that was a perfect ending to that movie, too. Oh, my God. There were so many great songs. It is a deep cut. It is a strange way to end the side. No. But anybody who's as big as a One Crazy Summer fan oh. as I am <laughs> understands that's a great closing song. Oh, to me, that's one of those songs that if you're a fan of One Crazy Summer, you know the exact scene I'm talking no. about. You know the lyrics to the song. You just don't know what song that no. is. And that is hopefully a lot of people out there that are going, oh my God, I could listen to that on Spotify? Yeah. Yes. Honeymoon Suite, What Does It Take, oh, What Crazy oh. Summer, Closing Out, Side A. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that song. And you know what's funny? I was watching the movie two weeks ago when it was still slow at work. <laughs> 
We showed it to the girls recently, and it holds it's up. Still it's still does. just as funny. It still holds up. I just love the scene where he finds the money in the bathroom when he meets Demi Moore for the first time, and the guy with that mm -hmm. purple spiked hair, and they go for the car chase, and he thought he could make the boat. And uh, he, he was like, get me out of here. He's got fish hair. I love that movie. There's so many great lines in that movie, too. Oh, the kids love the, oh, no, not the chili. Not, not the chili. The chili. <laughs> yes. Oh, come on, man. Have a heart. Let me just wave the chicken. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Side A of our 80s movie soundtrack songs playlist. Kicking things off with Stan Bush, The Touch from Transformers, the movie. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone from Top Gun. Sammy Hagar, Winner Takes It All from Over the Top. Lou Graham, Lost in the Shadows from Lost Boys. Huey Lewis in the News, The Power of Love from Back to the Future. Robert Tepper, No Easy Way Out from Rocky IV. The Bangles, Hazy Shade of Winter from Less Than Zero. John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, On the Dark Side from Eddie and the Cruisers. Glenn Frey, The Heat Is On from Beverly Hills Cop. And Honeymoon Suite, What Does It Take? From one crazy summer, head over to myweeklymixtape.com to hear all the songs we've discussed in this mix through the playlist embedded on the episode page. Now Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Gomez, 
I know we're still only at the halfway point, but I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there in the universe. I think we're well underway of creating a mixtape that's better than any of our 80s movie playlists from the Playlist Wars yeah, episode. I think, this one is pure fire you know, so, so far. far. I mean, you start off with Stan Bush. You go to Kenny Loggins, Sammy Hagar. You know, look at it all. I'm looking at the list right now. And that side A is a kick-ass side A. Now, what's funny is, notice we didn't put one thing in there. A ballad. Well, Honeymoon Suite is is slightly slower. It's mid-tempo. It's still... We've got all of side B, though. Yeah, that's true. Side B should be very interesting, because uh, I still have so many songs to list here. I can't wait. Well, before we start Side B, Gomez, why don't you tell listeners a little bit about your new podcast, The Sleevy G Show? So, Sleevy G Show, it's a fun-loving show. It's jam-packed with a lot of things. Uh, first episode, of course, was uh, my partner in crime here, Brian. And then uh, right now I'm up to episode 10, so I hate, I hate the double digits. You know, it's been very honoring and humbling for some of the special guests that I've had. I had a two-time Emmy winner, Christina Baron, Cara DeFalco with Kara's Cucina on YouTube. She's the only one that I know that has an Emmy nod on YouTube. Um, I had Don Smith on. Um, I would have a couple other special guests. I had Mike Cam from Greetings from the Garden State Podcast. It's been going so awesome. Like, everyone's like, wow, it's not an interview. It's a legit conversation. Talking about anything, really. Restaurants. We're talking about video games. We're talking about movies. Some sports we got going on. Entertainment news. It's a little bit of everything that I love. I'm actually blogging, too, on uh, SleevyGPodcast.com. I've also been blogging um, some of my personal work. You know, I'll be releasing new material every every week or every two weeks on the blog and on the playlist, on the uh, playlist, on the podcast. I try to do every week. I do have a new show almost every week. i got some interesting people coming on. One thing I've learned so far on my own is the thinking you have to put towards the show, um, which... I didn't realize until I did Sleepy G, as you were the more of the creative thinker when we did Playlist Wars, you had all these ideas. I chimed in with some ideas, but, you know, you had the, the creative thinking. Now I have to do the creative thinking, which is a different thing for me. Um, and luckily, as you helped me along the way, grooming me into a better podcaster from episode one to episode wherever we ended on the hiatus until now, I feel like I've grown more comfortable being who I am and to really speak more freely in my oh, show. And I think it's yeah. been really a great thing because when we go back to playlist wars, it'll be like, boom, we're, we're back at it. Like here we are today. We're back at it. We're, we're having fun. So sleevygpodcast.com also on Twitter at sleevyg underscore 79. Instagram is sleevyg. Find me on YouTube, sleevyg show. Facebook under Ando Gomez. So it, it's been a pleasure. And, you know, and I got to thank you and everybody who's been helping me along the way. Oh, can't forget DT, man. Space Castle for the logo. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. The show is great. Anyone who's listened to Playlist Wars knows that Gomez likes a lot more than music. And this is a chance for him in the Playlist Wars extended universe, if you will, the way you and I lovingly refer to my weekly mixtape mm. and the Sleevy G show. If you enjoy what Gomez does on Playlist Wars, he's taking that to the next level on the Sleevy G show because the constraints of Playlist Wars doesn't kind of permit the free-flowing conversation that you have on that show. And I'm, I'm glad you're able to do that and kind of branch out and do other things so that way 
when Playlist Wars comes back from hiatus, we can kind of dive back into what we're known to do there. But we still have these respective outlets as well. And on top of that, I got to record my own show tonight. Oh, see, there you go. So you're just warming your voice up for tonight. Yeah, exactly. With, with uh, <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off side B now and I get to kick things off. Mm-hmm. And kicking off side B, I'm going to go with one of the first soundtracks that I had growing up as a kid and a song that, to me, is one of the pinnacles of 80s soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to say the name of the song. I'm just going to say, Dearly Beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And I am going off of 1984's Purple Rain, and I am going with Prince, Let's Go Crazy. A lot of people chimed in with stuff from this. Out. I could have easily went with Let's Cry. Cry. I could have closed side A with the title track, Purple Rain, yep. but Let's Go Crazy is a perfect side starter. And I was about to jump in and you say, hey, Sing 2 did that already. You can't use that. It was later <laughs> in the years. <laughs> yeah, this one to me, I mean, it's everything I love about Prince. It's the flamboyant, bombastic nature that he is. Mm-hmm. It's the energy of the opening of the song. It's that ridiculous guitar solo yes. at the end. It is everything you love about Prince in one song. It's funky, it's rocking, it's upbeat, and it's guitar pyrotechnics. It's everything I love about Prince in one song. Kicking off side B with Prince, Let's Go Crazy from Purple Rain. Dude, that's a great, great pick. I, I would have probably went with When Doves Cry because that song, personally, I, I just love the beat to that song and everything about it. But Let's Go Crazy is another great song. But when you have two kids and you hear it and sing two a lot, it starts to drive you a little crazy. <laughs> Especially when your one kid likes Johnny a lot and, it's, and all you do is all the songs of Johnny and that song has to play full length. Yes, so. yes. So coming out of that, man, Ooh, this is a hard one, but I think I got a good one. I'm going to have to go with, it was in two great 80s movies. Well, maybe one wasn't as great as the other. One was Short Circuit and the other movie was Footloose. So I got a two for one deal on this song. Okay. Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero. I'll tell you, this song has a good resonation for me on this just love the song you know what i mean it's just one of those you hear the harmonies you know and when you're thinking footloose you're thinking of the tractor chicken race <laughs> with kevin bacon come on you, that's an ultimate thing and then you see johnny five trying to survive and you're hearing the song as he's holding on a pickup truck hearing the song when he's trying to kill the, not kill but hurt the bad guys from stealing uh, the diamonds so i got a two for one movie on this one but more resonated with Footloose because probably some people never liked Short Sir. But yeah, Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero from the Footloose soundtrack. And Short Circuit. So you got a two for one there. Yeah. I like what you're doing there. I had Who's Johnny on my list from Short Circuit. So you're actually killing off two movies here <laughs> with Footloose as well, which is fine. It happens. Which is, it happens. It happens. That's a great song. And I think I know where I'm going to follow that up. All right. With. I'm ready for it. Let's go. And it's a cover song. <laughs> Of course it is. Yeah. It was originally recorded in 1984 by Frankie and the Knockouts for their album Making the Point. Nobody knew about it. And I'm saying nobody because I didn't even know this was a cover song until I looked it <laughs> okay, up. Okay, neither did and I. I know my cover yeah, song. So I, I learned this fact as I was researching this song. I'm going to go to 1987's Dirty Dancing. All right. And I'm going to go with Eric Carmen from the Raspberries. 
Hungry Eyes. Yes. I love the song. It's pure 80s. I get it. It's dirty dancing. I know most people are going to say, why aren't you going with I've had the time of my life? Because Hungry Eyes, in my opinion, is a better song. And coming out of Bonnie Tyler, I feel like it actually works. Yeah, it does. I feel like it works in this mix here. And you know what? That's a great soundtrack. Yes. Why didn't we pick the other, the most popular one out of Dirty Dancing? It's simple. It's our soundtrack here. Um, no. I, but there's other great songs. To be honest with you, you're going to laugh at me when I said I actually had a soundtrack from uh, Dirty Dancing. But I went with Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. Okay. I actually like the way he sings that song. He had a good voice. You, know, I'm not, I'm, uh, you, you know. can't remember this. Some of these 80s actors, Don Johnson, Patrick Swayze, Bruce Willis, actually. Yeah, Bruce Willis had a whole album. He did. These guys actually had good singing voices. I'll even say David Asselhoff. He's bigger in Germany than he is in the U.S. But <laughs> these guys had really good, not just acting voices or acting. They were actually legit singers. Matter of fact, Tom Cruise even has a decent voice. We all heard it in Rock of Ages. I mean, granted, not the greatest movie, but we did hear him actually belt out some lyrics in that movie. So that's a great pick, dude. All right. So you now have to follow up. Let's go crazy. Holding out for a hero and hungry eyes. So now you gave me a little now more wiggle room on yes. this next song. And it is the 1989 John Cusack movie. Say anything. And I'm going to go with Peter Gabriel's in your eyes it's just a fantastic song first of all i would be that guy with the damn boom box on my head trying to get the girl outside my well at that time was a mercury tracer <laughs> getting to serenade the girl to come out and say hi to me you know what I mean? but didn't work in the 90s i guess it was an 80 thing damn you john cusack the song first of all peter gabriel talented singer the song in your eyes is just perfect it's not I don't know if I would call it a huge power ballad. I call it a ballad, but I don't know if it's a power ballad. But it's just got something in that song. The way he sings the song, the way the instruments play, it's just perfect. So I think it just goes well with how we're swinging here. Peter Gabriel, In Your Eyes, from the Say Anything soundtrack. Love the song. Love the movie. It's an iconic scene from the 80s. It's one of the most memorable mm -hmm. scenes when he's holding the boombox up over his head. And I'm going to go, I'm going to follow up your pick okay with the song that i think was on john cusack's tape next okay after in your eyes played on his boombox i'm all right no 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 I, I i i think that if he let the tape continue playing the opening to holiday road by lindsey buckingham would have been next on the on the mix <laughs> and just because i could not think of a better way to shoehorn this song in but I love this song when it comes to 80s soundtracks. The song only has 23 words in it, for Christ's sake. And did you know that Harold Ramis asked Lindsey Buckingham to record this song? Really? And he said, make it fun, make it goofy. And Lindsey Buckingham triggered the sounds of the dog barking at the end of the song, having not seen the movie. No way. So he had no idea about the dog scene. But it was like when Harold Ramis heard it, he's like, that's perfect. He had no idea. And he put that in the song. I love the song. It's upbeat. It's happy. It the Aquabats do a fantastic cover of it. If you like ska punk, 
I know coming out of in your eyes, it's a total left turn, but oh, no. I just thought it was a funny thought. Like, wow, what would be the next song on uh, on that cassette for John Cusack? And if if Holiday Road started playing, say anything would have ended a whole different. Oh way. yeah, without, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Oh, so now how are you going to follow that up? I'm going to follow up with a fun movie. We're going to do a treasure hunt, and you're wearing the shirt. We're going to put in Cindy Lauper's Goonies Are Good Enough, 1985, The Goonies. I'm going to tell you, you can't say anything wrong with Cindy Lauper because she came out with such a great song. And it's in the beginning of the movie where Mikey's mom and Rosalita are coming in and Brandon is all tied up and they're all running away to go find this treasure. You know, One-Eye Willie, that's a bad name, but One-Eye Willie. <laughs> and hence joke now, everybody out who's <laughs> listening to this. And um, it was just a clever song for the soundtrack, too. You know what I mean? I'll tell you right now, it was a misleading song to open the movie because you think you're getting this family comedy, whatever you want to call it, your friend's comedy. And it really opened up with this really light 80s kids comedy. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the adventure part of it. And it really became the movie that we all fell in love with. And I think that opening was kind of a perfect way to start the Mm -hmm. movie because gives you this illusion of who they are before this adventure. Yes. And I love the song. I love the pick. Yeah, the Goonies are good enough, damn it. Yes, they are. So here we are at track seven. And on side A at track six, I did my montage. I feel like side B needs a montage as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back to 1984. And I'm going to montage the hell out of this side. With Joe Esposito, you're the best from the Karate Kid soundtrack. Because when you do a montage, you need to do it right. And there were no better montages in the 1980s than Robert Tepper's No Easy Way Out and Joe Esposito's You're the Best from the Karate Kid. Come on. You think about, I mean, Cobra Kai is as massive as it is now because of all of our age group. Loving this movie so much. And I know I'm stealing a song from you because I know it's from the Karate Kid 2. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Well, you know what? I didn't pick anything from the Karate Kid. You went with part two. No, I did not. I didn't pick anything. You didn't? I didn't pick anything from Karate Kid, to be honest with you. Wow. Why? Because we're going to be doing movie montage. I don't think it's better than Joe Esposito, but it's up there when it comes to memorable movies. But we'll get to that when I explain. I love your pick, first of all. The song is awesome. You see him, Ralph Macho, Daniel LaRusso, kicking everyone's butt, you know, in Cobra Kai. And, you know, you get to the final step, you know what I mean? And to the championship. So that's a great pick. It, it teetered in my list, but I didn't pick it. I mean, look, he beat Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. We, we, you underestimate that Lamar went on to somehow go back in time and do karate after Revenge of the Nerds in college. True, so, you know, I mean, especially with his uh, his throwing style, you know, the... Uh, yes, you know, <laughs> but he turned it into a, being a karate tournament, and he almost he could have beat Daniel Russo. Imagine if the movie ended that way and Lamar beat him, and the movie just ended. No, how, how would I, that have I, been? I, that would have been bad. <laughs> that just... No. And another thing I love about this song, it always followed up No Easy Way Out on Coach Purcell's workout tape. So, <laughs> Gomez... You have two songs left. I have one song left. What are you following up? You're the best one. All right. So I thought long and hard now when we're talking about this. We're talking movie montage. I'm going to throw another one up in there for you. And it's one of my personal favorites. 
And when I mean personal, I pretty much imitated my childhood off this movie. And it's the 1986 blockbuster Matthew Broderick movie, Ferris Bueller's Days Off. And the song is The Flower Pop Men Beat City. It's when he steals the Ferrari, when he takes the Ferrari, and you hear the song. Something about this song and the guitar play, it just works so well. I highly recommend it. (laughs) I love that movie to death. And in the song, when they're saying, room, 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 but you hear the android, that's actually the song, not the car. So it was kind of cool to hear it. So Flower Pop Man, Beat City is just another great montage of them driving the car. I'll only respond to that by using another song from the Ferris Bueller soundtrack. And I'll just say, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This movie, I mean, I love this movie, though. I really imitated my childhood a little bit off this movie. Oh, who didn't? I mean, come on. Whenever you wanted to call out, who had a keyboard that had all the coughing noises? Like, I used to have the one where you could record your voice. And I never got it to sound as good as Matthew Broderick's did. His was much better. Mine was a smaller hand-sized keyboard. He had the full with the disk drive in it. So he got the full. If I tried to do that in the 80s and push the phone button, mine would have been like, And I would have never gotten out of school. So No, you would have definitely sound like Cartman from South Park, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we are down to one song each. And I am going to close my night with a cover song that is extremely special to me. It's from one of my favorite movies. And it is the song that my wife and I came into being announced as husband and wife oh. for the first time ever. And everybody in our wedding party all had black hats and sunglasses on. And then when Katie and I came down, we had our black hats and sunglasses on. And that would be 1980s Blues Brothers and the song Everybody Needs Somebody to Love. To me, you can't talk about a 1980s soundtrack episode without bringing up the Blues Brothers. One of the best. I could have picked anything from this soundtrack. Aretha Franklin's Think. Yep. Even though she had recorded it earlier, the version from the movie I liked yeah, the, it was best. the best. Ray Charles, Shake Your Tail Feather. Perfect. <laughs> I, I could have did ra- the theme from Rawhide, for Christ's sakes. But no, I am going with Everybody Needs Somebody to Love. Somebody to Love. <laughs> Sorry. Sweet on a miss. <laughs> I can't have to go to that one. This song just means so much to me. And it's the Blues it Brothers. Is. So, of course. I actually, if I, were, if I was doing the Blues Brothers, I actually... Shake, uh, shake a tail feather with uh, Ray Charles, which I love that scene. Oh, it's a great one. It's a, it's an awesome, awesome. Um, also, Minnie the Moocher. There's not a bad song on no, that soundtrack. It's, just, it's hit after hit after hit on that one. So great pick, great movie. You know, especially the scene for Rawhide. Let's give them something they really like. Rawhide. <laughs> <laughs> They're all chick. Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gomez, you had the tough job of starting things off. Yes. And you you did it in epic fashion with Stan Bush the Touch to kick off side A. We have been playing Chicken with a Train this whole episode. I know. And there's one song left. Yep. You're either going to make a lot of people very, very happy or very, very upset with this pick. What song are you closing the night out with? All right. So this was a really tough choice, but I'm going to have to go with Mannequin. No, I'm only kidding. I'm going <laughs> to. No, I, I definitely, the song that um, we all know and love, 
and it's from the greatest movie, one of John Hughes' greatest movies. He's got a lot of great hits, Ferris Bueller, you know, all these great movies he has, but I'm going to go with his best one, The Breakfast Club, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. This is the best way, I think, to end this awesome soundtrack that we just did. I mean, this is probably the best work I've we've done together collaborating. I would, I would tell you, if this is a mixtape I'm listening to now, I'll be very damn proud of it. I'll tell you right now, and I love Chris to death, but I think the mix we came up with tonight tops all three Playlist Wars 80s soundtrack episodes. I feel like this is the perfect spectrum of what the 80s had to offer with music. I had two songs from The Breakfast Club in my list. I had Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, but I also had Wang Chung's Fire in the Twilight, and I was damn near tempted on side A to put that in there. Would have been good. But I knew the amount of hate mail you and I would both get for removing Don't You Forget About Me from the equation I think... would have been too much to handle. The email servers could not have handled no, it. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> messages and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, it would have been bad. It would have been really bad. It would have. Now, Gomez, normally at this point, I say, why don't you tell people where you could find your show? But we did Playlist Wars for a long yeah. time, so I'm throwing a curveball in here. And there's a little bit of extra space at the end of the side B. So we're each going to get to pick one bonus song. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, cool. Because I feel like the 80s soundtracks, there's a lot. Now, these songs, I'll put at the end of the playlist. They're not official songs. But they're bonuses for us. But they're bonuses. A little, little bit of the hidden track at the end of a CD, if you will. And we each get to pick one. Gomez, what song are you going to do? Uh, this one I will go with Mannequin, the soundtrack. Jefferson Starship, nothing's going to stop us now. It's something every time I, I watch this with my wife, we both sing this song, even though we're not the greatest singers, but it's just fun. It just, you know, it's one of those songs that, like how you had with your wife, the Blues Brothers, it's, it's meaningful. So it's really meaningful to me every time we hear this song. All right, and I am going to give my bonus song. I'm going to go back to 1984, and there's actually a cassette of me singing this song in 1984 in Hershey Park at one of the karaoke booths, and I was, I think, seven and in second grade, and it was one of my favorite movies of all time. It's still one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's a little song by Ray Parker Jr., and it's the theme from Ghostbusters. That is my bonus song. Can't go wrong. Little honorable mention, if you yes. will. Yes, that's a great pick, too. All right. And side B officially for our 80s mixtape kicked off with Prince Let's Go Crazy from Purple Rain, Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero from Short Circuit and Footloose, Eric Carmen Hungry Eyes from Dirty Dancing, Peter Gabriel In Your Eyes from Say Anything, Lindsey Buckingham Holiday Road from Vacation. Cindy Lauper, The Goonies Are Good Enough from The Goonies, Joe Esposito, You're the Best from The Karate Kid, The Flower Pop Men, Beat City from Ferris Bueller, The Blues Brothers, Everybody Needs Somebody to Love from the movie The Blues Brothers, and Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me from The Breakfast Club. Make sure to head over to myweeklymixtape.com to hear all the songs we've discussed in this mix through the embedded playlist, as well as the two bonus songs, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship from Mannequin and Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters from Ghostbusters. Gomez, why don't you remind people where they can find the Sleevy G Show 
before we close up shop for the evening. So it's pretty easy. You can find me at uh, sleevygpodcast.com. Uh, hook up to my link tree there, or you could find me at uh, Twitter on sleevyg underscore number 79. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, sleevyg or Alex Gomez. And you can find me on Facebook under Ando Gomez. Also, check me out on YouTube, sleevyg too. Do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. I'm getting some awesome subscribers and great feedback. And also check out Brian, too, on YouTube on my weekly mixtape. Hit that subscribe button for both of us. Leave us some comments. Leave some five stars for both of us, because we always appreciate everyone leaving us the feedback. All right. Well, Gomez, this has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to do it again very, very soon. Can't wait, man. I'm looking forward to it. Remember, mixtapers, you can find my weekly mixtape on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at My Weekly Mixtape. You can also head to MyWeeklyMixtape.com to check out the full catalog of My Weekly Mixtape episodes. If you want to support the show, please consider becoming a Patreon mixtaper at Patreon.com forward slash My Weekly Mixtape. That's all for this week. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, enjoy the tunes. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.